Riley, how do you feel about the exalted golden arches? Oh, Maccas. It's funny. Yeah, well, um, I, I was gonna. I was gonna ask. I, I, I was. I assume you call it Maccas. I call it McDonald's, or very occasionally, people here call it Mickey D's. I've heard that. Yeah. Um. I've heard all sorts of horrible nicknames for it. Mackies as well, which I. Ooh, that that's gross. We were taught in French in high school that they call it Macdo in Macdo. Uh, yeah, in I remember that. Um. Yeah. There's all sorts of ridiculous names for 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 McDonald's. I I I I I don't care for it. I don't care for it. Which is, and uh, honestly, it's right up your alley. Simple mm. brown food, very cheap. It's like the most Riley thing I've ever it's heard. Just, if it's just not like it's not, I don't know. It, I know people don't go there for nutrition and nourishment. I understand that, but it's just it's so bad. Like, I, I mean, I love, I'm, well, I, I'm not, I I'm not comparing it to oat, chips, oat cuisine. Let's com- let's compare it to, and I'll localize for you, Riley, to Hungry Jacks. Well, Hungry no, cut from the same cloth, really. Burger King, Hungry Jacks. I, I, I think Burger King's thing. a little bit of a step above McDonald's, to be honest, but. Yeah. The reason I ask, yeah, is because we got McDonald's. We went. We were out yesterday. Um, a friend of mine, Ocean, was in a play in mm-hmm. a museum. They were doing like a revival of this guy who was like a hundred year centenary of his death and stuff. And he was a playwright, so they put on some scenes from his plays and also a scene from Julius Caesar and stuff. Oh, what, was, it, was, beers, it, was it William Shakespeare? It was. That was the guy. Yeah. Uh, that part was an odd inclusion. The guy was just a fan of Shakespeare, and I was like, okay, but well, you bold. guys could just put on a. You guys just put on a scene of Julius Caesar if you want. You don't need to like. Yeah, it's amazing. It's like, no, so the guy re- so yeah, the, the, that meeting was like, okay, we need fifteen minutes. The program's just not full enough. Like, we need. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll chuck some, some Shakespeare in there. No one will notice. It's fine. They'll think you. Oh, this guy was really talented. I've heard friends, Romans, countrymen before. Like, yeah, I didn't well, know. I didn't know. I thought that was Shakespeare, not this random Irish. But I assume it wasn't Oscar Wilde. I don't know any other no. Irish playwrights. Uh, sure you do. Um, yeah, James Samuel Joyce. Beckett. Samuel Beckett was was Irish. I'm like ninety percent sure. Okay, interesting. Ninety nine. There's a there's a theater in the college I teach in. Yeah, Irish. Yeah. Yeah. I guess there is so like the wait, greatest Irish poet of stuff. all time, Bo- Bono. Bono. Yeah. I was going to say Bono as well. But no, we went to this thing. We went to the bar afterwards. We got yep. a little little a little bit leery. Uh, as I as I enter my convalescence, I'm approaching the age of thirty. Um, I I'm a I'm a real two and a half beers kind of by my my drinking habits are approaching your drinking habits really which is to say zero zero yeah you, you you're starting to round down yeah right I yeah, get it. yeah 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 um we got came back to ours and we we're a little little bit tipsy and mm. we we're hungry because oh you would you would have been fuming dude listen to yeah. this we ordered a platter at this pub right yeah the platter said first of all, it was 45 euro okay i'm already okay. out i can't have this conversation with you what like the how much food could they fit on a platter for it to be worth $45? Well, it, it I hope said, it was piled so high that stuff was falling off as the waiter brought it out. It said serves four to six. Oh, God. So that no. sounds okay, right? No, it's, there's no way, dude. There's no way. I know, no. but in a world where that was true, yeah, hey, 10 or each, 11 quid each. Yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Right, it did not serve. No, I, oh, Dennis, imagine my surprise. Let me pick my jaw up off the floor. What? A, of course I know, I know. It was a couple of uh, it was a couple of pretty decent chicken wings. Actually, yeah. the chicken wings are all right. A couple yeah. of cocktail sausages. Hard to get those wrong. Yeah. A uh, couple of chips with like some parmesan on them. Don't know why they did that, but that's fine. Hang on, chips, chips, fries, chips, or crisps, chips. Yeah, uh, fries, chips, fries, chips. Okay, just a few, just just like a couple. I would say every portion I've described so far is a little bit larger than my fist. Bear in mind, my fist is giant. Yeah. Okay, that's still not enough chips for six people. No, but, uh, this yeah. is not. Uh, and then there was these lovely breaded garlic mushrooms, right? No, I'm out. No, disgusting. Bin. Well, I don't mind those, you see. That's okay. 
Yeah. But Riley, have you ever had a more jarring experience than when you're eating like a crappy pub food like this? And I've had this happen with chicken wings, and I will admit it's much scarier than chicken wings. Yeah. But you feel like a medieval king who's been poisoned in a Shakespeare play or an Irish playwright's play. could be either hard to tell, basically indistinguishable. Yeah. When you bite into something and it's clearly still frozen in the middle. Ooh! Oh, no, dude. And you paid 45 euros for this thing? No way. What? Yeah, man. We were not happy. Did, did, what did you so, do? Did you take action? Did you complain? Did you take it back? Not, well, first of all, the waiters never came around. So we was, there was like no opportunity to do that for like a long time. And eventually we flagged this guy down. And we're like, oh, yeah. The fr-, he's like, was it all right? He's like, we're like, yeah, well, the frozen mushrooms were... Uh, the the guy just the guy absolutely dominated us conversationally. It was unbelievable. I find it so funny if he's like, "Well, no, it's, it's, you just took too long to." I mean, I'm sure I'm sure that was hot when you I'm when sure we served now. it. Yeah, but yeah, it's frozen over because you waited so long to complain. What do you what, what do you want from me? We're like, oh, the mushrooms are frozen in the middle, and the dude looked me square in the eye and went, "Oh, were they?" And then picked up the platter and walked away. <laughs> I'm, I'm I my, like, my, my blood's boiling. That's all. I, I just <laughs> oh, I'm like. I don't like being that customer. Like, if there's something wrong with food that I'm eating at a restaurant and the, and the waiter comes over, my bar. Like, I agree. My bar is pretty high, t- is, uh, pretty low. I should say too. Is everything okay with your food? Usually, I'm just like, unless it's inedible, right? Unless it's frozen in the middle, I'll just be like, that's oh, fine. Whatever. I'm not gonna. I'm not like. I'm not gonna ruin your evening over this. It's fine. Well, I I, I I would consider is. this. I would consider this over the line too. But it had been actual 45 minutes, and I didn't want a second portion of tepid garlic. I just wanted to leave. Yeah. 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 You know, they, and maybe that was the tactic. Maybe that, maybe, you know, maybe they go back <laughs> in the back of the kitchen, take those mushrooms and scrape under somebody else's plate. And they've been running that gamut the whole year. Yeah. And the, the, yeah, they, they know what they're doing. They've run out of the cheesy garlic mushrooms. So they're just like, we just got to keep recycling this thing. Just wh- whacking back in the freezer 15 minutes. All right. They're good to go again. Yeah. Yeah. They knew what was so, they knew so, exactly. have you Have you ever sent food back for being off? I sent some wings back once for the same problem because that'll, you know, you can eat a mushroom frozen and it'll probably be fine. And wings, I don't know. Like, no, I don't think I've ever sent. F- I can't if there. If I have sent food back, I can't remember ever having done it. Well, you're at a tricky crossroads because I would consider you a relatively picky eater. Relatively, yeah, I'm pretty picky. picky. Isn't true. No, Selective, no, I would say. No, I'm pretty picky. I'll, I'll, I'll cop that. I'm pretty picky eater. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you're also con- a little bit confrontation averse. I would say. Mm, no, it depends on the confrontation. Broadly speaking, no, I wouldn't agree with that either. Are you, are you sure? What the, what's going on with you? Do you have you forgotten like? Some of the well, your like, life. <laughs> foundational aspects of my personality in, in the intervening. Like, is it, has this frozen mushroom like scrambled your brain? What's going on? I mean, that's possible. I do feel like death. And now that I think about it, I probably should blame it on the frozen mushroom I ate. Um, but no, I, I wouldn't have thought you were like, oh, like, I thought you're, you're, you're sort of a little more. Well, here's what I'll say. I think a lot of the audience and a lot of people who see you on broadcast and stuff ex- assume you to be a very outgoing, extroverted person. Okay, now, now you're on the right track. Now I see where you're going. And, that, and, this is funny. and that is not the case. You yeah. are a more introverted person in private, yeah. I would say. Yeah. yeah. But, um, but so I guess I guess the when I, I take exception to you saying I'm conflict averse, because I wouldn't say I'm conflict averse, because that implies a level of like um not cowardice, but like a level of timidity. Meekness, right? maybe, yeah. yeah. Timidity, yeah, good. It's not that. I'm conflict averse because I can't be bothered. I'm conflict averse because, yeah. because I enjoy taking the path of least resistance wherever possible. So yes, yes. Unless unless I've ordered like you know I've ordered a chicken burger and they've brought out I don't know a a, a, a bowl of dirty dishwater and they say here's a chicken burger, <laughs> sir. I'll probably be like that's oh, fine, whatever. I'll just I'll just you know I'll eat the pork knuckle. If you order if you order if you order if you order a chicken burger and they bring it a beef burger, will you say anything? I will take that back because I don't eat beef. Yes, I will send that back. But that's because you of, order- that's because I don't eat beef. 
if you order a chicken burger with no pickles and it arrives with pickles, will you eat it? Uh, depends what because I like I know what you mean. Uh, I I love pickles, but like let's say if they brought a chicken burger with mushrooms, I wouldn't yes. send it back. I would just take the mushrooms out. Okay, but he, like here's but there are some foods. If, I'll tell you this: if if like you know I'm not into vegetables, right? If they brought out a chicken <laughs> burger, and if, if I ordered a chicken burger, they they brought out a veggie burger, I'd probably eat it. Because I think well, I did that, yeah, I'd yeah. Be fine with like that. that. I'm not, I'm not that fussy. But like beef is just beef is poorly chosen because I don't, I just don't eat beef. But anyway, go on. Uh, so suffice to say, when we got back to ours, we were all pretty peckish. We were mm. like, oh, we don't really want a whole meal, mm. right? Mm. But I don't want, but I don't know what to, what the middle ground is. And we're like, oh, let's just order McDonald's, right? Okay, get some stuff off the Euro Saver menu. Let's go. So I decided to do something silly, which is I love. And this is not McDonald's exclusive item. I love a chicken sandwich, Riley. I think you're probably in the same count. Oh, well. yeah, yeah. Just default order is chicken burger anyway. It's very, very hard to stuff yeah. up a chicken burger. Well. Well. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> check, a sore point. Off, is, check, yeah. check off chicken burger. Um, so I was like, well, look, rather than getting a meal, I'll just mm. order basically a tasting menu of the Euro Saver chicken menus, chicken burgers, mm. which are the little ones, yeah. from McDonald's. And in doing so, I noticed they had something Riley. Which I think I want to say the name to, and I want to see if you'd be interested in ordering this chicken burger. Go on. It is called the McSpicy. Oh yeah, absolutely get it, Emmy. Yeah, of course, I'd love that. I love, yeah, I love spicy food. So part two of this conversation, part one, which we stumbled upon, was to send me food back. Part two is when you order something, yeah, that is advertised as spicy. It's, it's it never is for me. It never ever or, is. Mm, it, for me, yeah. okay. Well, how, how high is your spice tolerance? I'm pretty oh, high, I'd say. Outside of an outside of an Indian or a Thai restaurant, I'll go to two, maybe three chilies. Like at a burger restaurant, if it's like, oh, you know, we've got the we've got the flame and hot uh, chicken burger with the jalapenos and the and the the hot sauce. If it's three chilies, I'll get that into me. At an Indian I, restaurant, I, I, at a Thai restaurant, I'm I'm playing with fire. I, I recognizing that as a white man walking into one of them, I recognize that those chilies are not they're that you know they've got they've got white person spicy and then they've got like. The, the cuisine that this has originated from, that that person spicy, and I'm not trying to play in those leagues. I'm not that guy who's walking and being like, I can handle it because I know I can't. Yeah, I, um, I'm in a similar camp. But I, again, as I get older, I'm like, maybe I just don't like spicy food. <laughs> no, I don't like Indian I'm, food across the board. And I, it's just for me, I don't understand why you would mix spice and dairy. That's just wild to me. But that's by the by. I mean, I, I, I'm Indian food's fine. I don't, it's not, it wouldn't be my first choice for cuisine, especially not going out. Um, cuisine because mm. i don't know i'm gonna i know i'm gonna cop some heat for this but there there for, for me there's no difference between a curry that you pay 20 dollars for at an indian restaurant and a curry that comes out of a jar of canton or chicken tonight like it there's just no difference it's like wow. i just i don't understand going to an italian restaurant ordering pasta like it's just not that's, I agree. Not, a, that's not a going out here's here. my other take i don't love italian food well, that's just absurd. Italian food is probably the pizza, best. Pizza, pizza's not what's standing. I like pizzas. That's yeah. fine. I'm not crazy. Well, well, but pasta, <laughs> pa- pasta, pasta, I think is overrated. Oh, Italian food's overrated, except for pizza. The main, the the, the dish for which Italian food is I would say pasta's famous. the main. I would say pasta. If you Google Italian food now, I think you get way more spaghetti than you will pizza. Okay, well, let's, let's see. Let's see. Okay, so Italian food. I'm going to go to Google Images, and we're going to take an aggregate idea of what. Of the first 10. Sample the size first, 10, yeah. All right, f- first 10. Look, it doesn't matter, actually. This is a silly thing to do. Is it wall-to-wall wall, no, wall 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 pasta? Really, you know, what were you saying anyway? I'm so do, McDonald's. Yeah, I'm, doing the, it I'm doing it now. <laughs> it's not one single pizza anywhere, man. Oh, it's my not yeah, a single this is wall-to-wall. Do you know what, yeah, do you know what appears on pasta, this before pasta, a pizza? Pasta, pasta. I have one pizza. What appears on there for pizza? Cannoli. 
right? Like it is the dessert. <laughs> it's, yeah, yeah, I put my foot in that oh. one. All right. Anyway, go on. I think pasta is overrated. Is my little side side sidebar there? Pasta um, is like just I, the food I cook when I can't be bothered cooking a proper meal. But that's the thing. People find people think pasta is like because pasta is not very good for you, and it's like a comfort food. It's like a yeah. stodgy comfort food for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't like it enough to justify that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I don't know. If I come home, or, or Megan and I've just we've, we've had a busy day, we can't be bothered like preparing a proper meal, and that I mean proper meal in our household is a stretch. You know, we'll spend ten to the ten minutes it takes to cook pasta and that and then that'll yeah it's 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 food that i just i'm never ordering in a restaurant because why would i like i could yeah, yeah. yeah. I it's, understand. Not, it's nowhere near as good like the difference between me making um i don't know mexican food at home quote-unquote mexican food you know that comes out of the jar yeah. old my, pasta, my fajitas are never going to be as good i understand no, no like orders are made like i'm in like, like apples and oranges right whereas I'm not saying that I can cook in the same way that, like, you know, like a two-star Michelin Italian restaurant chef with hand art- handcrafted artisanal pasta and whatever else. But like, they're not that different. They're not. They're just not. And I'm not. Yeah, the gap's the gap's not as big. I appreciate. It. I think yeah. that's. Yeah. yeah. I think that's in a vacuum a reasonable enough thing to say. Yeah. But this next spicy kicked my ass, dude. Did it really? Yeah. It just was. It, just, it was just, just, just... the left and the right, huh? Well, here's the thing. I would have considered McDonald's to be a very Broad yeah. lowest common denominator restaurant. Well, that's the thing. Like we've got, we got, the, we got the spicy chicken burger here. I went to McDonald's recently with Megan because that's the only time I ever go. Because Megan absolutely loves McDonald's, and I, I don't care. Okay, for it. but I had the spicy chicken burger because I'm like, oh, this will, hopefully this will give me a kick up the ass. At least it'll, you know, be a bit more interesting. No, it just wasn't. It was just a big chicken nugget with a with a this bit of pa- with a bit of vaguely spicy mayo on it. No, this was breaded in the, the in like the redder breading. Oh, you know? maybe red bread. Mm. It also looks like it also looked like a schnitzel. It was like kind of warped and very thin, you know. Oh, man, I'm into the. I'm like, I'm come have come to this and I have this spicy and I sounds great. And the the fight I had with it was a two part rally. First of all, on the front end, it was a lot spicier than I had any right to be. I was like, yeah. I was like, children will order this. Like, what are they doing? Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. And today we talked about it a little bit in the Patreon exclusive portion of the podcast. Patreon I have to listen to this. I am feeling rough. Oh, baby. Bit, a, bit, of, bit of a rearguard action from the uh, from the McSpicy, huh? Yeah, salt on two fronts, bro. It is yeah. brutal. Yeah. yeah, I don't know why they call it the restroom. It sounds like you were fighting your life for your life in there. That it, one of my favorite pieces of gear, and it's a good one. That, that's the gift that keeps that keeps on giving that joke. I love that joke. But I was just, yeah, I was like, I wanted to ask you like what your take is, and you've given it a little bit here mm. of like when you order something. In my experience, when you order something spicy, it's 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 never the amount of spicy I want. It's always either not spicy enough or too spicy. I mean, it's a hard needle to thread, but I would broadly say I that agree. Most of the places that I eat at, anyway, when I order this, like I'll I'll order the spicy. If I if I'm at like a burger joint or a pub or wherever, and there's an option between um, chicken burger spicy, spicy chicken burger, take the spicy every time, and it it never comes close. I'm not sweating. I'm not like uh, I'm not. Well, I've seen you eat spicy food. And I, the, the, the most the most I've seen you do is you'll bite into something and you'll go. Whew, and that's about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would love to do because I've done it twice. I've done the hot ones thing twice, and that's different. That, the, some of those sauces are not bred for cuisine; they're bred yeah. for Punishment. Scoville numbers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't. I definitely it? don't want to be that guy who's like, "Oh, spicy food doesn't touch me. I'm the toughest man alive." Because you know, I'm sure that I could I'll have my ass kicked by anything that is actually spicy. But um, anything you're ordering off a menu from a non like a non Indian, non Thai. I'm trying to think of other cuisines that like are very heavy on. Spot. I guess like Mexican, but again, like I, I don't know. Mexican, Mexican spice. I agree. Indian spicy messes me up way more than Mexican spicy. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, definitely. Like a, uh, I don't know what the, there's. It's it's the basis of the hot 
the heat, isn't it? It's a different. It's too like east. They east are different. And, and I did this when I, I had know, the, when, when I did the hot one sauces. You get this. Like there are some that are like this is a Thai chili, and some that like are like this is like a you know Mexican vegetable. Whatever. And yeah. I, the Mexican ones have a much better. The flavor just. You get this sort of it is just like a curried flavor that mm. you get from like Indian and Thai food, that that's that oh it hits me differently, dude. But would you have an appetite for trying the the ten hot sauce thing? I'd probably do it, but like you know what I'm like with food, I don't like it. I, I, at some point, I'd just be like, I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> I don't think. Well, I'd be it's like, only it's. I mean, it's it's only ten chicken wings, really. The yeah. the like the you know the amount of food is very small. I told no, you I, I ordered that, didn't I? I? I would do it. Yeah, you've done it. You've ordered two, haven't you? Haven't you done it twice? We've ordered two, but right? I. T- well, don't did I tell you about when we what the chicken restaurant was like when we tried to buy it? Yes, yeah, that's. I think you said this in the podcast. You ordered a bunch of wings and you're like, no sauce and like, no, no sauce. sauce, yeah, yeah. And they were like, sauce on the side. We we're like, no, absolutely no sauce. And they were like, and then the guy with heartbroken eyes handing them to me was like, ketchup, maybe. Yeah. And just thought we were the whitest yeah. people known to man. <sighs> if you could boil yeah, them instead am, of frying them, also that would be great. That'd be perfect, yeah. But I am. I if I apologize to listeners at home if I'm a little bit low energy this week because I am fighting a a siege with this um this McSpicy and really, maybe the beers I had the beers I, I had before. Oh, that kind of helped. I'm really interested in that. That yeah, a McDonald's burger because again, it is very vanilla food. Like it's not. It's not. That was what I thought. I thought I was. I thought I was solidly in the clear. Yeah. The other thing I see a massive variation on is if you order buffalo wings, buffalo sauce is a recipe. How is it so different in yeah. everywhere you get it? I don't understand. Well, okay. People try to like differentiate their buffalo wings from other ones, but it's like this is you know this is like a this is like a gentleman's tuxedo. We figured out what the best version of it is. Don't mess with it. Don't mess with it. Yeah, man. You know, like we we figured out what looks good. We figured out what tastes good. Don't there's 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 no reason to mess to mess with uh, with success. Well, Dennis, I'm very yeah. sorry to hear that you're under the weather, mate. Um, I'm hoping you. Do you know what I could really go for? Actually, that I think would actually perk me up. Yeah, what's that? What do you want? I think I'd love some ads. <laughs> I didn't. Uh, I didn't expect that to be the uh, the balm <laughs> that we needed here. But uh, you know, happy to oblige. Or maybe it not. Works, I don't right? know. It's up to Spotify. Are the ads playing? Who can say? Sometimes they do. Sometimes they don't. All I know is I'm winning at the end of the month, baby. <laughs> Dennis, I uh, I traveled to Minneapolis recently, and um, yes. Oh, oh, the time I had now that I'm back. It was really good. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Hang on, mm-hmm. just give you a second take there so I can edit it. It was absolutely terrible. But you know what? I don't feel like talking about it this week, Dennis. Um, it's got nothing to do with the fact that we're recording this a week at a time. Yeah, my trip to Vegas was equally amazing. Equally terrible. Hang on. Differently need- amazing. Yes, yeah, yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> Conversely well. terrible. <laughs> Very good. It's all like right. that thing. I, I, you mentioned last week. I, I'm not reading all that. I'm happy for you or sorry that happened. Yeah, that's exactly. We got we got all that. We got all our bases covered. Anyway, no, when I was packing, um, you know, oh, all that time ago. Cast your ago, mind back, yeah. I have to dig through the through the, the misty depths of history here to, to remember the time that I packed for this trip. I was looking at this jacket, right? I love this jacket. Jesus, oh, such a good jacket. It, it's the perfect thickness right it's one on that, on that day it's like do i need a jacket no i don't but you take this this it's just a thin cotton jacket looks great feels mm-hmm. great and mm-hmm. the sort of thing that even if it's a bit hot it doesn't feel too bad to keep on and if it's a bit chilly really takes the edge off right love this jacket i have a tech for this that i've recently discovered Riley. okay it is a shacket okay that doesn't sound like a item of clothing that sounds like an accident that you've had that you're trying to disguise from everyone shows you shuffle it's to, to do the bathroom store it's, it's to do with the mcspicy yeah thing. exactly no. <laughs> no i've purchased i purchased one shacket as a as to dip my toe in the water recently What's a shacket? and then immediately ordered two more shackets 
So half hey, jacket, so you, you, half you, shirt. Yes. Okay. So I you talked that. about a slightly. You talked about a thin jacket, right? Yeah. A jacket is a thick shirt. Okay. Yeah. So it's usually a button-up collared shirt, like Oxford shirt, right? Yeah. But made of like like thicker cotton, so much more, so it's almost like canvas, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you would wear it multiple times without washing it the way you would a jacket. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, yeah, you can roll the sleeves up and open it if it's warm. You can oh, button it up if it's cold. I, I like it's that. Good, dude. Yeah, I like that. Being able to roll up the sleeves is, is definitely going to, that, that's, that, that I like, that's a good look. It's a good look, roll up sleeves. I don't wear short sleeve shirts. Short, don't waste my time with a short sleeve shirt. Can't roll up the sleeves. No, 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 no. A long sleeve shirt rolled up is a decision. If you wear a short sleeve shirt, you're taking the agency out of it. Yeah, you look it. weak. Yeah, you look weak. It's a sign of weakness, you know? Yeah. Given that Barack Obama 2012 you, look. Exactly. You will bend the shirt's form to your will. Yeah. You are the master of the shirt, not yeah, vice versa. Not the other way around. Anyway. But no, it wasn't, uh, wasn't the issue with the shirt. I couldn't find this jacket. Couldn't find this little jacket. And I was spewing, right? And I, I left on this because it was it was... One second, hang on. Very cold. Not too cold. Kind of mild. Quite warm. Very, it's not, it's not going to be hot there. Uh, it was I mean, there. this is the, information you can look up. Aren't you leaving in like 48 yeah, hours? Yeah, but who, who actually knows what it's going to be like? I don't know. Anyway, no, I wanted it because it's this versatile jacket. Couldn't find it, right? Just be honest. Don't know where it is. I don't live in a big house. Like, I don't know where it could be, right? I, I had it. I've had it here, and I don't know where it is. I'm, I'm very cross about that. But it made me think, and I was going to ask you this. What have you lost? What is something that you've lost and it's still, it's still with you that you don't have it? Because it reminded me of a couple of things from my childhood that I lost and, and I'm just so devastated that I have never been able to find again. This stung me immediately and two things jumped oh, to the no. forefront of my oh, brain no. and caused I'm me sorry. physical pain I'm in my sorry stomach to do it to you, man. One is a smaller one. Uh, I went to America on a school trip when I was younger. Mm-hmm. And over there, I was a huge fan of Tenacious D at the time, the band. They had a special edition of the album Pick of Destiny. Not a very well-received album and a worse-yet-received movie, but I was a big fan of it. And this version of the album came with the eponymous Pick of Destiny in it. Oh, like a guitar pick? Uh, yeah, well, first of all, yes, but it was like it's stupid because in the movie they use it as a guitar pick, but it also wears it as a necklace, so it's way too thick to use it as a guitar pick. Like, it's literally like... Five guitar picks thick, if not more. Yeah, I don't think you need that thick. Um, but it was just like a little talisman yeah. souvenir, I suppose. And I brought cool. home, and I went, I went out one day, and I went to went to the cinema with, and I had it in my pocket or whatever. And I fell asleep in the cinema because I was fourteen and I was jet lagged, right? And it must have fallen out of my pocket because I never found it again. Really. Oh, dude, that's devastating. That's really and bad. that broke my heart. Yeah, but that was not the lost item that ticked me off the most. Okay. The last item that ticks me off the most to this day yeah. is a Nintendo Switch. Oh, I forgot about this. I shouldn't have asked. I should have known better. Oh, no. <laughs> I was. I remember telling you about this. I was like, hey, I lost my Switch. Yeah. I am actually upset about it. Don't talk to me about it. And you were like, okay. <laughs> yeah, no, because it was the sort of thing that I would like tease you about. Like, because like, you, like a foolish buffoon left it on a plane. And well, what happened was, what happened was, I was on a long haul flight and I was sat up against the bulkhead. Generally speaking, S tier seat, right? Mm. Extra leg room, all that stuff. Nobody in front if, of you. If, you, if oh, you're yeah. near the, ba- the baby bassinet, F tier. Terrible. I was, I, was, I was next to the baby bassinet and there was a baby in it. Slept like, slept like a, pardon the pun, baby. Slept, slept baby like the pr- proverbial baby, not a literal baby. Yes, yeah, okay. I hate that. Was, yeah, oh, good. I slept like a baby so poorly. You woke up and vomited on yourself. What are you talking about? Like, <laughs> <laughs> But in, so instead of normally at the back uh, on the back of a plane seat, so you know you have the little like netting 
thing in the like, yeah. economy to put your stuff in. Yeah, of course. This yeah. had a hard plastic like pocket, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which crucially is not see-through the way the netting thing is. Yeah. So I put my switch in it. It was like a 10-hour flight or whatever back from Seattle. So fell asleep, woke up, packed all my stuff. Didn't realize I hadn't packed my switch. Yeah, when you say Get packed off. all your stuff, you're being a bit bit yes. lenient with the Thought truth. Thought I packed yeah. all my stuff. Get off to go on my layover. It was one of the layovers like we talked about in the Patreon assist portion of the podcast where you have to get off and get, you know, get go through check out go go through um security again. Yep. Going through security and realizing I'm even dude talking about this is making me upset. <laughs> going through security again and realizing I'm on my switch. Still on like, Oh, damn. Can't go back to the plane. Yeah. Go get it. I'm like, well, look, I know exactly what seat I was in. I know exactly where it is. I'll yeah. just call BA and be like, hello, I left this thing there. Mm. Can you ship it to me or whatever? Which they yeah. do. That would be fine. Yep. They couldn't find it, Riley. Someone's racked it. Someone's bloody nicked so, it. Yeah. A year or whatever goes by. Uh, I was working at CFB events at the time. We worked together a lot of the time. Um, they had a good year, so they bought us some of some, some got like a corporate staff gift, right? Mm. And they, they did a really cool thing with that, to be fair. They, gave, they sent us all four, and they were like, hey, not everyone wants the same thing. So we've chosen like 10 items that are all roughly equal in value. Um, so it was like a nice pair of headphones, this like deluxe luggage, an iPad, and one of the items on there was a Switch, right? Mm. And I was like, oh, okay, look, I'll get a switch through this. I won't have paid for it. I'll have a switch again. It won't, I won't, it'll take the sting out of it, you know? Yeah. Get the switch, boot it up, log back into my account, and, fi- and realize, oh, I don't remember playing 480 hours of Fortnite on my switch. Uh, That's odd. Yeah. Yeah. Some kid, or more likely some parent, or whatever, or older, but I don't know, gacked my switch and has been using it. Didn't even bother changing the uh, the account. Why would the you? Account. It's all set up, ready to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Playing my Mario Odyssey. I was so mad. Yeah. <laughs> it actually, and here, here's the best part. I have that switch. I never, ever, ever use it. Ever use it. But still makes me sick to my stomach to think about it. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. I, like, I, I can relate to you because I too lost a, a, a treasured and, and beloved gaming system. But Dennis, I've had to live with the loss of this gaming system for, I would guess, I mean, over 20 years for sure, pushing probably 25. For me, for me, if my Switch is an indicator, that sting never gets any softer. Man. No. So oh, I, no, I can I, tell I, you. I, I empathize. I can tell you it, it isn't. So when I was a boy, I was a big fan of um, Pokemon. Love Pokemon, right? And um, when, so my parents, they didn't. They didn't necessarily support my love of gaming in general and Pokemon no. and all that sort of stuff. They generally weren't as into it. They didn't really understand why. What's the what's this dog fighting video game you're playing? <laughs> <laughs> A little bit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Anyway, in the year 2000, I've just looked it up. In the year 2000, the Pokemon Pocket Pikachu 2 was released. Now, mm. this was even better than the Pikachu 1, right? Because the original one didn't have a color screen. Boring, waste of time. Don't, I'm, I'm not getting out of bed for that, right? I've got a, I've got a Game Boy Color, okay? I've, I've, I'm at the bleeding edge of, of, of handheld technology. It's 2000, Riley, color screen. Can I stall you for a moment? Sure. We've talked about this on the podcast. Me losing my Pokemon thing? We've definitely talked about a Pokemon Pikachu 2 because I yeah. talked about the Pokeball one I had and I tried to buy you a Pokemon Pikachu 2 on eBay. Maybe we talked about it long enough ago that I've forgotten, I guess. I don't know. Or in a different context, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> You've definitely... I have Googled Pokemon Pikachu 2 GS for, for now, and this is not the first time I've seen this thing. Yeah, okay. Well, there you go. Well, forget it then. I, I got this and I lost and I'm still really upset about it. That's the story. <laughs> sorry. No, do you I'm know sorry. what? Like, but, but losing it, like, it had... It, first of all, 
first of all, it was a gift from my parents for, I think, my birthday. And mm-hmm. it was so rare for them to ever support in any way like my well they were leaning into a hobby of yours which yeah. it sounds like was and especially you're you're you, you like didn't have a tv or something growing yeah, up or like you had a very restricted tv, TV yeah. time no no i didn't have a tv didn't have a tv till i was like yeah 14, so yeah. so video games are pretty you know pretty so, out of your character for your mom at least getting one of these things was was massive and then they told me don't take it to school you'll lose it and I was like, oh, of course I'll. Oh, it's that's a the most. I had to take it to school, man. I had to look after it to feed it. Right? It's a Tamagotchi. It's like it's going to dive and I look after it, right? So I don't know if it was stolen or if I lost it, but it, the, the wound is still with me today, this Pokemon. I do actually remember, yeah, because you went on like eBay to look at how, how much one of them going for right now these days. Oh, I think I said to you, I was like, Riley, you can spend eighty dollars to no, heal. Try two, you try two hundred and thirty. <laughs> <laughs> what's shipping? To, what's shipping to Melbourne? Like. Well, I don't know. I don't live in Melbourne. It doesn't matter. We have to ship it to your childhood home, obviously. Oh, and then pick it up from there, right? Go, go to yeah. the where my child, where my, where my primary school used you have to, to be. You have, you have to take it to school, drop it on the floor, and go <gasps> and look down and find it again. And there <laughs> to, it is. Yeah. To get proper closure. Yeah, yeah. Someone is selling two of them as a as a two pack for seven hundred dollars. Hold uh, on, we can get in on this together. <laughs> have one each. It could be a, we'd be we'd best friends. Anyway, all right, we'll stuff that. Forget that story. I've got another one. Luckily, one time. I am picking this I'm picking this story from the back of my mind in a way where you know it may be a blend of myth and legend in addition to what actually happened but I'm going to tell this story never as, never let that get in the way dude well, I'm going to I'm going to tell the story as I remember it right I was able I was allowed when I got a bit older in primary school I was allowed to get the train home right um and I think it was when I was probably in grade five or six, or maybe eleven or twelve. But I take my I take my younger brother home on the train, and it was my favourite thing to do because we would we'd take like any money we had, and we'd go to the uh, to the milk bar, and we'd buy. This is back when you get like three jelly beans for five cents. So like we'd just go mm. until get jelly beans, get a paddle pop, whatever. It was, oh, what a, what a life to be lived, right? And mum wasn't there to be like, no, you can't get that, no, you can't. Get that. Just me and Oliver, no rules, do whatever you want. And in my memory. At some point, I don't know how Oliver was distracted by something or if he just didn't notice, but I found, Dennis, can you believe this? I found on the side of the street, outside of the milk bar, I found 20 Australian dollars. So you're richy rich. Like that is an insurmountable fortune for a child. I don't have, like, I don't have that much money now as an adult, (laughs) comparatively speaking, right? Like it doesn't feel like, it doesn't, like all the savings in my account, right? All the the tens of dollars that I get from advertising on this show, right, doesn't feel like it did when I was had a twenty dollar note in my hand when I was eleven. Mm-hmm. But this twenty dollars came with a lot of baggage, right? This was not a twenty dollars that was just free. It was on the ground, sure, and I picked it up and I put it in my pocket. And my brother didn't notice, right? But I was like, I can't tell anyone. This this wealth is too conspicuous. This is like trying to go through the airport with more than ten thousand dollars in currency. It's like if they sniff that out. It's like when you win the lottery and you don't want to tell your neighbors, and you have to like when you're like, I want to buy a Ferrari though. Like it's difficult. Yeah. Like it's really hard to hide that amount of money. As but a child, I, I had I to. I had to hide it. Right. I couldn't go flashing splashing this cash around for for a couple of reasons. First of all, I was worried that if my parents found out, they would somehow try to make me return it to whoever owned it. Because, you know, that's the right the ground? thing ground? Yeah, yeah I don't know. Like, But that was my fear. I was, oh, they would just take it off me, right? Because they'd be like, oh, this, you know, it's not yours. So you need to return it. It's like, well, you can't return it. Well, it's mine then. I don't know. I wasn't, I, I, mm. I wasn't necessarily being hugely logical about it. I just knew that if I didn't tell my parents, there was no chance they could take it off me. Yeah? I agree. That, that is not getting converted into an, a mountain of jelly beans in, by telling your folks. No way. Exactly. 
The second problem was if Oliver found out about it, right, there was two things that could happen from that point. He could either tell my parents, in which case we've got the same problem, maybe it gets confiscated, maybe whatever, right? Again, it's not mine. Or he demands half of it as for hush money, right? And this... Hush, that, that happened to me once when I found a fiver on the way to the shop with a friend of mine. He insisted that, that somehow he got a share of it, like we were doing an expedition to the new world yeah. in the 1800s. Like, and I was like, like no. Like it's a D&D campaign and you've got to split the loot evenly between the parties. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I no. was like, what are you talking about, I bro? passed the spot check. I saw the thing. I picked it up, right? No. So I was worried. I was like, no, no, Oliver can never know about this. My parents can never know about this. I will keep this a secret and I will find a way to launder it, right, and spend it on mm, something mm. without it raising attention. So I'm thinking maybe, you know, maybe birthday or another time where I have a bit of a windfall, I can sort of fold that 20 into it and sort of uh, hide it, disguise it. Hide it that way, yeah, of course. So at a very young mind, you can see I was already, very young age, my mind was already working in very devious ways to try to cover up a a, a criminal streak here. So glad that that that, that didn't mature, although um, I did work. No, sorry, sorry. The established fiction here that I used to tell on the stream is a friend of mine used to work uh, at a cafe that was definitely a money laundering um, fr- a front for money launderers. So uh, I, my friend, uh, definitely had a bit of a hand in in money laundering. If if inadvertently, if nothing else. Anyway, um, so when I what I did, I was going dis- to I was determined to disguise this this note. No one was ever going to find it. So I went home. Mm-hmm. I was sharing a I was sharing a, a bedroom with my brother at the time. So very very limited on on like good hiding spots. But there's one thing. My brother never had time for. Still doesn't today, right? When he finished year 12, he said, that's the last time I ever read a novel. I will never read a book for as long as I live. Mm. And to my knowledge, he has kept that promise, right? And nothing <laughs> was different when he was a kid. He did not enjoy reading. So I knew that if I hid this $20 yeah. in a book, there was no chance he'd ever find it. So I picked a book and I cannot remember which one it was. I know it was a hardcover book because I put it inside the dust jacket, right, of this book. I put it there and I put it back on the shelf. And then, Dennis, I forgot about it. What? And then when I remembered this, I don't know when it was, but it was, I mean, in in my mind, years, probably weeks later, right? I don't know how much longer it was when I remember. I was like, oh, there's $20. I can go and get it, right? I ransacked the book, the bookcase. Every book I took out of there, right? By, by the end, of it, I'm flipping through the, the, the soft cover books, holding them upside down, flip, fl- flipping through them, hoping that the $20, it was gone. It was gone. Do you, uh, oh, hang on. This is like, this is not you, this is an unsolved mystery. This is know, not you losing something. No, it's not me losing it. It's not like someone nicked it, nicked it out of my bag at uh, school, like with my pocket. To this day, like, you don't know where it went? I don't know where it is. I looked through every book in that shelf. It's $20, Dennis. You don't think I put in the time? Call Oliver right now. I, I, it must have been him. Right? It must have been him. He must have found it. And then he's done the same thing. He's like, well, Riley, this is obviously Riley's. He's hidden it here. And I'm going to take it. And if he finds out about it, I can't. So I'm going to hide. Where would he never look? Mm, I'll put it inside where a football. Where would I never look? Yeah, <laughs> I'll stuff it inside <laughs> a basketball. They'll never check there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. It's, it's also obvious. It's also clear now. But, Dennis, that's $20. It has to have been your mom tidying up or Oliver Fenton. But There's that's no not tidy. Right? Like opening a book. This is what I think. It's like, why would you yeah. open a book and look inside the dust jacket? Why would Oliver be looking inside yeah. dust jackets? Unless he tailed me, unless he watched me do it, and he saw me put it in the book, and he's like, "I'll retrieve that later." How old were you again at this time? Like eleven, I guess. Yeah, you're pretty stupid when you're eleven. It's possible. I don't oh, know. That's, I, look, that's that's actually heartbreaking. <laughs> it's really terrible, man. It's twenty dollars. Something there's something that breaks my heart. Few things break my heart more than watching 
a kid I mean you, it's not specific to this but a kid lose something is very upsetting but specifically and I'm, not, I'm, sure, I'm sure you feel about this hmm. watching a kid get in trouble breaks my heart so much Oh, dude! Because oh, I remember feeling oh, like man. that, like the no, world's can't, yeah. over. But you have yeah. to, you have to do it at your job sometimes. Well, surely. do you know what I do? You know what I used to do with my kids, and this is terrible. But I don't. I, I just don't care, right? <laughs> so at the beginning of the year level, at the beginning of the year, like with the when the when the school year started, I'd usually I'd, I'd tell the kids usually the same thing every time, right? All the classes that I had full time, I was like, listen. If you're honest with me, and you just tell me, like, if you ever get in trouble, if you just if anything, just, just be. If you're honest, I'll back you up. Don't worry about it. We're a team. We're all on the same team here and I will back you up if you're honest with me, right? So there was one time that these two kids, they got caught in the toilets just swearing. You know, you used to do that when you were eight years old. You learned classic, two swear words. Classic. Just, yeah, in the toilet swearing. Anyway, Mr. Cumberford, he finds them, brings them to the classroom. Roll up, I'm going to muck around and have my lunch or marking some work. I'm marking some work. Oh, good. Tell another joke, right? Of course I wasn't marking work. Wow, anyway. yeah, you were juggling footballs, were you? Yeah, Mr. Cumberford, he, he brings he brings these two kids in. And I'm showing great restraint. I'm not naming them. I think they're still children, so I won't name them until they're 18. But I tell you what, when those two kids turn 18, everything's off the table. I'll dox them for like, Anyway, these two kids drags them in, scruff of their neck, right? And like a... Um, you know, like a, a prisoner from the darkest dungeon. He throws them to the floor at my feet. And he doesn't do that, obviously. He just says, now, Riley, I found these two boys. He brings them, them before Pontius Pilate, yeah. Walk, walk past the toilets and I heard them, uh, well, look, they were using some pretty bad language in there. And I looked at Mr. Comerford and I said, is that right, Mr. Comerford? That's very, no, it's not good to hear at oh, all. And I looked attention. at the two boys and they're doing that thing, you know, shuffling their feet awkwardly, looking down. Anyway, Mr. Comfort goes, I said, look, I'll take it from here, Mr. Comfort. He goes, yes, all right, and he walks out. And I look at them and I say, what were you doing? They say, we're in the toilet swearing. I'm like, why are we doing that? I was like, oh, I don't know. I was like, all right, okay, well, stay here until it seems like you've been here long enough to be in trouble so you don't go out straight into Mr. Comerford and then you can go back out to recess. Don't do it again. Or if you're going to do it, don't get caught. <laughs> and that was generally my approach to kids doing that sort of thing, that sort of low-level, harmless misbehaviour that it just doesn't profit anyone to get them in trouble, right? I'm not going to there. Well, yeah, you there. know, you, they were swearing. It's not like they were clobbering frogs in the playground. No, <laughs> like, it, it's, it's a victimless crime. Like, if they'd been... Like, they understood they'd done something wrong. I didn't need to I didn't need to rub it in for them. Like, if there's a kid, you know, putting another kid in danger or being violent or being abusive or anything like that, yeah, sure, I'll blow shit through them because at that point, like, they need to know that what they're doing is not on. But... For these, like, harmless things where kids, you know, you're, you, you, quote-unquote, supposed to get them in trouble for, absolutely not. Come on, man. Come on. No, I, I mean, can't I do wish that. I can't, I can't let kids get in trouble like that. That's not in me. It's, I remember filibustering my way out of trouble once. I think I've told the story before. No, it's fine. Whatever. <laughs> I mean, we're, episode 66, Dennis, man, we're going to have some overlap. It's fine. Uh, I got in trouble for talking in class, uh, which I would often, often, often do. And I was given, we talked about this because I was given an, an MD as opposed to a plus MD. We talked about this. And I got, which is a misdemeanor. And mm. I got brought to the teacher to like. Not a full felony. Like yeah. my, no, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And I just kind of talked for like 15 minutes about why it was okay that I was talking too much in class. And eventually I appealed to what I feel now realize now is a very Riley sensibility. And if I imagine myself now at my age being a teacher, mm. I would have done the same thing. Eventually she was just like, oh my God, yeah. fine. Oh, just worked, go yeah. home. 100%, 100% would have worked on me, man. Absolutely. I would just be like, I don't care about this enough, dude. Just if, any, if you'll stop talking, I just don't care. Just go. It's fine. <laughs> just yeah, wearing down. Yeah. Yeah, man. No, watching kids get in trouble, it breaks my heart. I can't. I, I, it takes a lot for me to ever want to make a kid feel 
upset with themselves. Unless, unless again, they've done something where they really need to be pulled up on it. Well, well you need to make an actual steer in this child's development. But you're not doing that to get I them in trouble. That. You're doing that to change their thinking. And that's all that education right. is. That's all that teaching is, is just changing the way that these young kids think and hopefully changing it for them for the better. <sighs> anyway. Riley, what's, uh, what's, more, what's more frustrating as a teacher? Mm. Um, poorly behaved children mm. or uncurious children? Yeah, uncurious children, definitely. Kids who just sit there and don't care, like that's difficult. At least you can mm. engage with the kid as more. Like it's a challenge with a kid that isn't behaving well. You can be like, right, I'm going to I'm, I'm yeah. gonna, I'm gonna find a way to get this kid like engaged, right? Whereas a kid- You're going to find out they're really like horses or whatever yeah. and you can lead into that. Yeah. Exactly. But a kid that just doesn't doesn't give a shit about anything, I mean, that's yeah, that's a that's a whole challenge. But look, you know, I'm always sympathetic. I'm always sympathetic. You never know what, what struggle children oh, no, are going I know. through. You never know. Because one of the things with kids is like they have kid-sized problems- but they're only kids. They feel like full-size problems, right? When you're eight, a big problem, like a small, like what is a small problem in, in our you know, advanced years, that's, um, that's a big problem for an eight-year-old. You never know what they're going to Dennis, they could have just lost $20, you know? That's the I was about world. to say, but here's the, th- here's the thing though, Riley. You are one of the more frugal, miserly people I've ever met. I think you would be just as upset right now if you put $20 oh, in the trust jacket. Are you kidding me? Are it. you kidding me if I had $20 stashed away somewhere like a squirrel I went back and it wasn't there? Dennis, that's it. I'm out. I'm done. I can never come back from You're that. done. Thank you for listening to this episode of Have a Listen to This, your uh, weekly dose of bite-sized nonsense with uh, Riley Knight and Dennis Traniak. If you like the show, please tell your friends about it. If you didn't like it, I guess tell them anyway, but um, hopefully they download it and they like it. Or if they don't, those downloads show up just the same, to be honest. If you really like the show, you head to patreon.com slash have a listen to this and support the show. Get the show a little bit early as well as some other exclusive perks and, you know, help us keep the lights and the mics on over here.